Welcome to a Meaningful Marketplace. I'm Sarah Massoni from Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center, where I've helped countless dreamers launch their new food products. It's the science of taking a food delight from the kitchen to mass manufacturing and still keeping its great taste. That's what I do. I've been called the woman with the million dollar palate, although I haven't tried to cash that check yet. Listen in weekly for real life stories. I'm Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce and author of Preservation Pantry, modern canning from root to top and stem to core. I love inspiring business owners to get started on their journeys, encouraging folks to be part of their local community, and I'm excited to help business owners tell their stories. Join us as we explore the journeys of women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry. Hello and welcome to Masonian Marshall, the Meaningful Marketplace. We are here weekly to discuss the journey of female food entrepreneurs. We are glad you've joined us today as we bring you stories of hope and inspiration. This is Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce. And Sarah Masoni, my co-host, is in Corvallis today working on a Food Innovation Center product project, but we will um, have her back next week. Uh, I wanted to mention a new collective that's opening in downtown Portland that are looking for some local makers for pop-ups. You can find them on Instagram. They're called Unordinary Makers Collective. So if you're looking for places to sell your wares this holiday, you can contact them. And I wanted to thank our sponsor for supporting Masonian Marshall. Thank you for helping us to spread the word about small women entrepreneurs. Let's hear a word from our sponsor, Market of Choice. Yes, Market of Choice is a proud sponsor of the Meaningful Marketplace because we believe in the power of local entrepreneurs, so much so that we carry more than 7,000 locally made, raised, farmed, and harvested foods in our stores. Our passion is to help local makers, farmers, ranchers, and fisher folks realize their potential through programs that help them succeed. Thank you, Market of Choice. And I would like to introduce you to our guest today. We have Lucy DeLeon, uh, owner of Salsas Locus, restaurant owner and maker of lovely salsas. Welcome, Lucy. Hi. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, I'm so glad you can join us. We like to connect our listeners to you um, on the internet. So can you tell everybody what your Instagram is and the best way to find you online? Yeah, so our um, website is salsaslocus.com and our Instagram is also salsaslocus. Perfect. We will um, post that so people can find you and follow along on your journey. But we have a lot to talk about today because today was a huge day for you. You just had your grand opening of your new restaurant. So let's tell people about that very first. Um, Yes, so we... Uh, relocated from Gresham, Oregon. Um, we had been there for 23 years and we um, relocated to 28th and Hogate. So our new address is 4512 Southeast 28th Avenue. So we moved to the Reed um, neighborhood. So completely new um, being in the Southeast, but it's amazing being so close to downtown and um, just, you know, a lot of the close to, uh, stores that we deliver to. So that makes it really nice. That makes so much sense. I, um, am excited that you just moved because that's my neighborhood. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We um we live close by and I sometimes teach uh workshops at Reed College. So I will um be able to send some of the students there and I'm excited to come enjoy your food. So you um said you moved from Gresham. So let's tell people about where you were um before and what made you decide to move. So um we used to be on 162nd and Gleason. So we were right on the divider of Gresham and Portland. So because we were on the, let me see, on the east side of 162nd, we were considered Gresham. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you cross the other side, it's Portland. So we had been there for 23 years. Uh, My parents um, started the business there. And um, we had been leasing the the property there. And in our new location, I uh, was able to purchase the commercial property. So Yay, that's so exciting. That's a huge move for you and your fam. Yes, very, very... um, uh, It's been an amazing experience, but a big hurdle. Yeah, Uh, totally. Because, you know, it's, you know, I mean, at first, you know, owning your own property now, I mean, it's, I thought, oh, it's going to be so easy. I couldn't even at first even get insurance for it because they said, oh, you're a newbie. Nope. We, you know, we can't, I'm like, what? Everyone starts from, you know, not everyone owns their own properties. Everyone starts at a, at a point, you know? So, so yeah, so I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, but I've been in business for so long, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so now it, 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 this is, this is amazing. That's super exciting. I bet, um, your family's super proud too, and you're continuing the family business in this great new way, which is very cool. Yep. It sure is. Uh, so let's talk about what you sell um, so people can come in and get um, hot food and then we'll move into talking about um, your salsa. So let's talk about what kind of food they can come get. So um, we make um, authentic Mexican food, which um, are um, guisados that are my mother's recipes. Um, we do a lot of um uh, food with cactus, uh, pork, like a pork with cactus. Um, we do a, a pork verde, a pork rojo. We do, um, you know, chicken fajitas, vegan fajitas, um, vegan rice, vegan beans. Um, so we, we do a lot of, just a lot of different variety of, you know, Mexican foods. We also do tamales, and um, serve burritos and enchiladas that you can come and grab you know, to go. And, um, we are also serving alcohol there and aguas frescas. Um, and today we were serving churros and people were loving the churros. (laughs) That's so great. And so fun. And it's nice to know that you have, um, vegan options because I think that that is, you know, I work at the farmer's market and a lot of my customers are vegan. And I think that that's something that you really is good to have in Portland for your customers. So I think that will drive people to you for sure. Yeah. And, um, tell us when the restaurants open so that people know when to come. What are your hours? Um, so for right now we're open from 
10 to 7, uh, 10 a.m. to 7 at night. And, you know, just as, you know, because we're just starting, um, as soon as we start, you know, seeing more customers, you know, we're, our hopes is to be open till 10. So. Perfect. And um, so now we know what kind of food that you serve there, um, but you also do a few other things. So you sell um, salsas, right, to different places wholesale? Um, yes, we do. And um, so we do salsas and I also do tamales. And I do, um, let me see, seven different kinds of burritos that we wholesale to. And then um, uh, we do enchilada platters too. So we sell um, to um, like New Seasons, Market of Choice, um, Green Zebra, um, World Foods, and... Um, and we also sell to all the school districts in Oregon. Yeah. Tell us about that. So um, that is the part of the farm to school program. Correct. And so can you, let's tell your listeners about um, what you do for schools. Yeah. So I always, that was one of my goals to get into schools. That was a written goal in my office and that I wanted to see tamales uh, on a school plate lunch and and um there uh with Sarah Masoni you know at the food innovation they really helped me a lot um you know uh getting you know that that uh formulation that you have to get you know in order for schools to be able to serve the tamales what it has to meet um so they were a big help and so we sell um tamales we do you know there's certain districts like umatilla they only like you know because there's a big hispanic population over there they like the meat tamales so they'll like you know chicken tamales either in a red sauce or chicken with cheese uh uh a, a green chicken with uh cheese um and Umatilla just only does, you know, meat ones. But then we have like Beaverton School District that only wants um, a vegan, you know, um, uh, tamale. And then we have Portland Public that likes uh, green chili and cheese. So, you know, there's a different districts, different areas, you know, they order different tamales. And we also started doing a breakfast tamale, too, that included... Um, that it has bacon. Um, and I first started with that one with my own kids and they're like, wow, mom, cause we use uh, Tillamook cheese, cheddar cheese for that one. And my kids really liked it. And I said, hmm, well, maybe I should try it, you know? So I have, you know, a couple of schools that order those. And so that was a, a goal I had and, you know, uh, they helped me get in there. So. I love that. That's so cool. It, it, um, you know, helps in so many ways for, you know, it's helping your business to have this other mm -hmm. side project, but also helping Portland public schools to have really great food that's made by a local family, which helps them be connected to you, which is so great. And it helps people to connect to their culture and have this food that, you know, is traditional to them and that's made by you with love. It's so wonderful. It is. It is. And um, but one of my biggest, um, 
that I, that I loved when, you know, they serve them and they actually allow me to come into the cafeteria and I can see all the kids. I like to dress up with my Mexican dress and I've taken some sombreros, you know, and just to hear the kids are like, we love this. You know, my mother makes it this way and they taste like my grandmother's, you know, tamales. I mean, it, it just, it's so humbling. And I, I love you know, I mean, I never got served a tamale in school, but yeah. it's awesome when you, I mean, I have people coming all the way out from Hillsborough, parents that would come out to Gresham to get my tamales because their kids would only eat those tamales, you know, <laughs> so that's, it's, it's pretty amazing. I love it. Well, congratulations on figuring out how to make that happen and partnering with the school because it's not easy. So I'm glad that the Food Innovation Center was there to help you because you what you experienced all the hurdles and you made it into the schools and there you are making your dream come true of being you know serving food to kids so I, I really love it good job getting that done yeah I was actually even a part um from the farm to school I was actually a recipient of a grant so they were able to purchase my tamale machine so oh, uh, department yay. of ag yeah so it was it you know it's it's awesome what they yeah. do the local you know, I mean, they, it's, I, I think it's so important, you know, to, to be buying local and, you know, instead of buying and how I got in, if I can just tell you this story really yeah, quick, of course. Portland yeah. public, I was at a food show with, um, I think it was Eagle trust. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of them? Yeah. And, um, and Portland public was there and this was my first food show. And they said that the tamale people that would make them from there in California, their building had burned down. Oh, no. And they said, uh, well, you know, do you think you can make 15,000 in a week? And I said, sure, I can. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my very first order. Um, that, and that is so cool. We, we were working like crazy, but we yeah. got it done. So, yeah, so that was my first foot in the door and it's, it's been in there, you know? Yeah, that's wonderful. And I think sometimes it, it, um, just shows, you know, you had a dream and you weren't, of course you weren't ready to make Mm 15,000 in one one week, but you figured it out, you made it happen and here you are. So that's so great. I love it. That's so good. We're going to take um, a quick break and then we'll come back and hear more about you and your fam. Thank you. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are proud sponsors of Meaningful Marketplace. With a mission to serve all Oregonians, we are committed to giving voice to those whose food and agricultural stories are not always heard. By providing access and opportunity for a more diverse and just food system, because food brings people together. Okay, we are back. And uh, I want to hear about, um, since you're a family business, I want to hear about your family. So tell us um, who started the business and who is still working within the business right now. So my parents started the business, uh, my brother and I. Um, I was a senior in college and I said, I'm going to take a year off to help them. Well, the year turned into 14 years, <laughs> but I ended up going back to school. I got a degree um, and my parents, my brother then moved on and it was just my parents and I, 
and my parents are in their 80s now. But due to COVID, they had to retire. So it's just me. Um, My husband helps me a little bit. He doesn't like to be bossed by me. So, (laughs) um, yeah, so it's uh, and it's fine. I feel like, you know, sometimes when there's two. Uh, you know, it it can get a little crazy. So, I mean, it's, it's best, you know, his, you know, him working somewhere else and I do my own thing. And, um, but, and I have, um, my, my oldest son is in college, but you know, when he's off college, he comes and helps. So, yeah. I and have. so are are you at the restaurant most days? Like if people come in and um, do, would they expect to see you there or do you have staff that run things for you? So I, let me see. I have 32 employees. Wow. So, yeah. You, um, I'm, you know, in my office, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm on the floor, but, yeah. um, but yeah, you'll see, I mean, you'll see me, you they'll see me, but yeah. yeah. So that's a lot, that's a lot of staff, but I mean, I think because you have so many different parts of the business, it takes a lot of people to run it. So let's make, let's make sure people um, hear about all the different aspects. So you have the, um, you have the restaurant, you have the salsa and the wholesale line, you have um, the school program, and then you also do catering. So that was a piece we haven't mm-hmm. talked about yet. So let's tell yeah. people who you cater for and what that looks like. Um, so yeah, so catering, I love to cater. <laughs> um, I just catered um, uh, to the commissioner, the, our, our new to be commissioner. And, um, I have a quinceanera this coming week and I get weddings. I get, um, you know, a lot of companies, a lot of universities that I have to cater a lot of meetings, but I first have to tell you how that started. So for eight years, I used to do farmer's markets and that's, where it all began because <laughs> <laughs> I was not doing wholesale. I was not doing anything. So back, I want to say, uh, let me see back in 2006, I started doing the far- Gresham farmer's market and I did it for eight years. <laughs> and, but I would go there, you know, and I mean, you said you go to them and, you know, sometimes it's a really good weekend. Some other weekends are not. And mm-hmm. you're like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. But in, in between those, I always had, you know, there was a purpose for it. You know, people would try my stuff and then I would get gigs. You know, I would get, you know, caterings, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it's, it's how I got my brand out and it's how yeah. people like got to know me, mm-hmm. but for eight years, you know, and sometimes I was at two farmers markets, but I always wanted to be in downtown and I could never get in, like, especially the Hollywood one, mm-hmm. I would pay my application <laughs> and it, it wouldn't happen. But I figured, you know, Gresham is my community. Gresham is, you know, and I, um, um, but I would get gigs from there. So, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so the farmer's markets, I always tell people, you know, they're like, well, I said, start at a farmer's market, you know, Mm -hmm. I did it, you know, it's, it, 
it really just opens up doors. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, we have a lot of listeners who are makers or they're just starting or they're thinking of starting. And I think that um, you make like a really good point, which is that even sometimes on days where you do a farmer's market and maybe you don't sell a lot, but you are building these relationships with the people in your in your community and they're able to try your food and they're able to meet you. And then you're going to come up for them down the road, whether it's like catering for their business or maybe providing something, some kind of gift that they want to give or whatever it is. Or, or um, you know, I, I still do a lot of events where, um, you know, I'm not really going there to sell something or, you know, necessarily going into it to get like new accounts, but it's really for me to talk to people. And then hopefully I'm part of their journey somewhere down the road. And so I think that, um, you know, it sounds like that's how it is for you too, with that market. And when you do markets for so long, sometimes you do them and you're like, Ugh, it's, it's raining and I've made $40. <laughs> I've been there. And my, my husband kind of told me you better not. Cause I would get him up at, you know, I mean, to make tamales, it got to cook two hours before you get there yeah. you know, and you're already up at five. So he's like, no more farmer's markets. I swear he, <laughs> we would have, you know, a little, didn't agree on some stuff, but you know, um, and I, I finally got to the point, like, I don't have to do this anymore. You know, I have enough, you know, income coming in enough, you know, you know, I mean, I still would see people that I met at the farmer's market at our place. Yeah. So, um, and you build this connection, you know? Yeah. And I so, do think that it's good to do them. I, and I do think that sometimes you get to a point where you just don't do them anymore. You don't have to. And I, you know, I did, I did a, maybe five or six farmers markets a week for a long time for like my first five or six years. And it was always uh-huh. just me doing them. And then I would come home and make sauce at night. And um, I did that in the beginning, but really it was just so that I wouldn't have to later on. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think for especially new people that are trying to like kind of build their brand, just know that you won't have to do that forever. But I do yeah. think it's important to do it at first. Yeah. And I think that yeah. connecting to people and having them find you, that's the farmer's market is really the best way to do it. I think. Yeah. Well, I was never in five or six. <laughs> Two <laughs> was plenty for me and it was just, yeah, just the weekend. And, um, but, but yeah, I mean, my, I know my 21 year old says, tells my younger kids, you guys never even had, he was my best salesperson you know <laughs> he would sell salsa i mean he would carry the the ladies bags to their car and he would make two bucks three bucks but um he tells my younger ones you know you guys haven't even done anything i helped mom build this b- business up and that's <laughs> yeah but but you know he learned you know that it, it's just not you know uh it's you know money yeah you have to work for cards yeah, you know, and, definitely. And yeah, for us, you know, coming, you know, we were migrant workers with, you know, big dreams. So, mm-hmm. well, so and yeah. I mean, I think you made those dreams come true. I mean, look, you have yeah. a um, brick and mortar restaurant, which is a, a lot, a thing that a lot of people dream of having. You own the building and you have this family business that you've carried on in this new way with lots of different avenues that, um, you know, hadn't, hadn't been there before. So I think it's really wonderful. Mm -hmm. You've worked really hard for your fam and it shows for sure. 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for sure. I I want people to be able to know what they're um, looking for when they um, go to find your product in the store. So if they go to say Market of Choice, um, where are they going to find your salsa? And um, if you sell wholesale to them, where are they going to find those products? So in the um, in the cold um, in the de- what is it? Uh, the refrigeration, you know, uh, space. Yeah. There. So like so the I- like the re- the refrigerated like salsa section is yeah. where they're going to find yeah. it. Okay, perfect. Yeah, at New Seasons and Green Zebra. Perfect. Yeah. And then what are the different um, flavors of salsa that they can find there in the store? So uh, we carry a habanero, uh, which we fire roast the the habanero. We do uh, a salsa loca, which is made with lettuce, but looks like guacamole. And then we also do a salsa roja, which is very mild. And uh, I think, yeah, Market of Choice carries our cactus salsa, which is mild and a mango one too. Perfect. I just um, like people to just be able to walk in the store and know exactly where they go after they listen to this show. (laughs) Yeah. And um, what do you think is your favorite part about your job? Ah, what's so rewarding. I love seeing like today on my grand opening you know, just people talking about, you know, they're talking about our tamales. They're like, wow, you know, like this is amazing. And everything was for free, you know, and just having people come. There was even like some homeless people going through and they took like three plates and I'm like, take it all, you know, mm-hmm. just take it. I'm a big, you know, um, uh, person of, and anytime, you know, after events, even caterings, you know, I, take it to the woman's shelter or take it. And that's what I'm going to miss because there was a woman's shelter right down the street from where we used to be. And that's where I would take all the food that was left over. Cause I, mm-hmm. I mean, I know they, they need it, you know? Yeah. So, um, um, gosh, I forgot what the question was. You see, I'm getting old. <laughs> oh, the most rewarding, is that what yeah. What's just your favorite yeah. part about the job? And it sounds oh. like you just love to feed people. I do. I love to feed people. And, um, just to, you know, hear, you know, them say that they love it. It's, you know, their favorite and yeah, just, just, that's really rewarding. Perfect. And then do you have any, um, advice for people that are currently dreaming up a business? Well, um, write them down, write your goals down. I, every year I always make a list, you know, there's one on there that's always on there. And for some reason it never happens, but it's more of a personal one is to lose weight, (laughs) but, but it's really hard when you got good tamales and good churros (laughs) around, you know? Um, but I always have to find an excuse to talk to my, to my coach about that. But anyways, (laughs) I have to taste the food, you know, but anyways, um, so my, my, um, I would say that, you know, write your goals down. You know, the farmer's market is a way, you know, it's really a good way to start. And yes, there's times that you just, you know, in our Mexican culture, we say you just want to throw the towel, you know, and but here you have to think about like, 
what's, you know, everyone starts at a beginning, you know, just like, you know, me, I wouldn't, I mean, this is like a dream come true to own your own building, you know? Mm -hmm. And I look at like, I'm like, wow, I'm still at awe, you know? And I'm like, thank you, God, because, Mm -hmm. you know, but everyone starts, no one is just, you know, here. I mean, well, some people, but, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you, you'll get there, but, you know, start taking steps and ask questions. I was always asking questions. I know I was probably, you know, but I, you know, one of the things my father always taught us was, you know, the sunshine would tell us the sun shines for everyone, Lucy. It's, you have to go get it, you know? And I've had many women ask me and I'm like, you know, there's no secret. You know, you ask, you come and ask me, I'll tell you, you know, um, and, and, and I love to see other women, you know, I mean, that, that inspires me, yeah. you know, um, and, and I get inspired by other, you know, there's people that I really look up to today that were there, mm-hmm. you know, on my, and I'm like, you know, we even have the news there and, um, and it's like, you know, it's like, I want to be like that someday, you know, and, and, but it's, yeah, it's so exciting. And I'm so proud of you. And I can't believe that you made it on your opening day to record with us. So thank you (laughs) for that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And well, we're, I'm just, uh, and we're thinking of opening up another place soon. So yeah, just over this. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm excited and, and, um, uh, yeah, you can do it. I mean, and, and having a good team and people that believe in you, you know, and, and one of my, yeah, I have one of my, my top persons, um, she always has told me, you know, Lucy, you never say no. And a lot of the women that work with me are single moms who have been with me for over 15 years and, mm-hmm. uh, but they're, they're family to me, Yeah, you know, and anytime, you know, they, you know, if their child is sick, you know, and they called because they're single moms, I go pick them up, you mm-hmm. know, I, um, and, but, you know, having a good team and a team, you know, that, you know, believes in you. And, and one of the things, you know, for me, it's being a good leader you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you lead by example. So, so yeah. Perfect. Well, I always like to ask people um, what they need from their community. So what do you need from our listeners? What do you need from people? How can we support you? So spread the word, <laughs> you know, we're yeah. in the Reed community, the, the Reed neighborhood, but tamale season is coming, you know, you know, place your orders. Mm-hmm. Uh, my burritos are also in all the new season stores. They're um, Salsa's Locas is my brand, but they name them Lucy. And that's that's my brand. So they have them in the in the uh, hot case and also in the uh, cold case on the grab to go. But we also have enchiladas there and our rice and beans and but yeah, um, and if you need catering, you know, you have me and, and if I can't do it for you, you know, 
Antonia always tells me, never say no, Lucy, we will make it. <laughs> so <laughs> but maybe not curry because I'm not I'm not such a fan of curry stuff, but <laughs> but anything else I can make. <laughs> All right, Lucy. Well, thanks for taking the time to chat with me today. And you heard it, everybody. You can support her in many ways. Go to the new restaurant. Buy your products from the hot and cold cases at the um, local grocery stores or um, the salsa from the salsa section. There's so many ways to support Lucy. So everybody get out there and do it. Thank you for joining us today. It was great to chat with you and get to know you better. And I am definitely going to come into the restaurant. Well, when you come in, you better ask for me. <laughs> I will. I will for okay. sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If not, I'll, I'll send you back there and you can help me make tamales. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to learn how. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Lucy. We record Missoni and Marshall live every week. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you to our audio engineer, Lon, and our production assistant, Chelsea. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can DM us on our Instagram, Missoni and Marshall. We will be back next week, everybody. Thanks for joining. Bye. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen, learn, launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.